Right then, <clears throat> straight into it. Just finished the first session with Casey on her introduction to Stoicism from her kind of view, which, you know, a lot of this stuff can go over your head. When I say, like, ooh, the Stoics, 2,000 years ago, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, you're like a Scot, mate. I don't care about people 2,000 years ago. I don't care about philosophies. That's just people talking shit. And the thing is, back in those days, philosophy was, was a way of life, like to love, to live rationally wise. And there's a lot of key lessons from that part of history that have, you know, been re-picked up a thousand years or so later and then have kind of developed into modern day psychotherapy and a lot more stuff than that. So there's a lot to learn. And actually, we've probably lost more knowledge than we know, which is such a shame. But that session was awesome because we covered like... Casey basically was like, you know, 100, uh, over 100 pounds overweight, okay? She tried yo-yo diet and everything, and she couldn't get her off. And it got to the point where it was either she had to change or accept it and, you know, potentially go to a, 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 a premature death because of, you know, being so overweight and all the health problems that come with it. And she says she stopped fixating on the end goal. And this is what we say as well. Stop fixating on I want to lose 10 pounds. What's the type of person you want to be that 10 pounds just comes off? Like, what type of person... Do you, like, the person you become is the most important part of the journey. So in this five-week challenge, it's not so much about I want to get two kilos stronger on my bent over row and I want to lose 10 pounds and I want to, you know, get more definition. You want to start becoming the person that will achieve those goals as a byproduct of their lifestyle. Does that make sense? So that means building habits such as tracking your protein intake to make sure you're having a high protein diet with all the amazing benefits that comes with. Getting your step count in, the massive health benefits of steps, plus, you know, but it's calories, of course. Drinking water, training three times a week as opposed to not training at all and being a bit you're in there with training. Okay, the person that does these in our structures and put health first in their life end up being people that get results over time and it just is part of their life. You know, you see some people who are like really, really healthy, they're in shape, they're happy, they're strong and you say, how did you get there? And they don't say, I did a six-week plan, right? These true people that are healthy, they go, well, you know, it's just my lifestyle, mate. It's just how I am. Like, when I go out for food, I eat moderately. When I go on holiday and come back, like Celine was talking about, when I go on holiday and come back and I'm four pounds heavier, I rationalise this water weight and I rationalise, well, of course I'm going to be heavier when I'm on holiday for a bit. I'm going to enjoy myself and, you know, is it really that bad? I can get that off in a few weeks. I just get back to my lifestyle that I'm on without being on holiday. Okay, there's no need to take one bad thing and turn it into a mountain. What's the, what's the quote? Turn a molehill into a mountain. A lot of people do this. And I was speaking to Re in the Zoom as well. But, you know, her problem was she would eat the Twix bar, you know, those 99-calorie ones, and then she'd eat four of them. And then she'd go, ah, oh, that's it, it's over. I've done all this hard work for a week or two, and it's over, that's it. And then go back into weeks of, you know, just eating shit, yeah? But if we do what the Stoics call the view from above, the zooming out, is 500 calories eaten from chocolate the end of your journey, the end of the results you're never going to get? Of course not, it's minuscule minuscule it's only 500 calories like sometimes we think oh i've had a burger like the label we give is worse in our hands than the reality and also the other way true as well we think sometimes oh, i just had a salad but then you add the salad from mcdonald's which has got loads of fats and it's actually like 750 calories so of course there's both ways but that's why we want to work in the reality side of things we want to know oh, okay i did 
yeah, I did have four Twix and a bag of crisps. But let me look at what the reality of that is. Let's work rationally here. Okay, this is about 600 calories. Okay, I'm going over 600 calories. Use a macro planner. Maybe just get on with it and just average out over time. The person you need to become is resilience. In case you had an amazing definition for this, and I got resilience on my rugby warfare t-shirts because I think it's one of the most important ways to live is to have resilience, is the, is bouncing back. And I love that because it's true. When you think about it, the most successful people in the world are the people that can bounce back faster. So it's not about never having mistakes. It's not about never fucking up. It's not about never eating an overindulgent meat. It's not about ever getting wrecked on weekends again, right? It's not about never those happening because they will happen. It's about how long does it take you from that time to get back to the person you want to be? How long does it take? Does it take a day? If it takes a day, amazing. You're never going to be that far away from what you want to be. Does it take a week? Does it take a month? Does it take six months? Does it take until next summer? Okay? This is the important part. Like, you know, how long does it take you to bounce back from your setbacks? And not even setbacks. How long does it take you to bounce back from when life comes and slaps you in the face and goes, hey, I know you're this person, but let me just give you a slap for a minute. (laughs) And you go, yeah, okay. Give me a slap. Uh, Let's just get in a tangle for six months now. You go, yeah, okay, it's fine. That's life. Let me just get on with it tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm excited to learn more from Casey as well about her journey on this and the catastrophizing element of stuff. And I think it's so important. Like when I first came across catastrophizing, I think it was, I think it was Donald Robson is How to Think Like a Roman Emperor book, which is based on psychotherapy. So he's a psychotherapy expert, also a stoicism expert, and can I combine them both? And he's talking about catastrophizing, catastrophizing, and it's such a powerful word because this is exactly what we do in health and fitness a lot of the time. And in life as well, we catastrophize all the time. And it's kind of like a drug in a sense because you you catastrophize and you moan and you get like the sense of really weird. We all do it. We get a sense of really weird, like it's a it's a nice feeling, but it's bad. Do you know what I mean? And we're like, oh, I fucking like shit. Oh, and you talk to someone else and they catastrophize at the same time. And then next minute you've got 10 people catastrophizing. They're like, oh, it's fucking so shit. Oh. And you all, for some reason, it's like a drug and you all love it. And then it makes you all feel better for momentary for a moment and then then you then you feel uh, and then you leave it and then it's like oh you know you've built someone up you put a stress response on for one which is not what we want to do you want to you don't want to put your stress response on all the time think of car tires you don't want a stress response on and you're going left right crazy when you just could go in a straight line right you can you can drive down the road straight but you're going to go do you know what i fancy going mental left and right for about 200 meters for no app, no reason whatsoever because you know bugger it and tires you have to change tires so the stress response is important to not trigger unnecessarily but we suffer more in imagination than reality that's what seneca says which is true and there's another quote like most of my imagined troubles never came to be can't remember who said it but it's like it's true all these worries you have never come to be so we always thinking about things going wrong and all that so we always we're not working in reality most of the time we're working in catastrophizing land and it doesn't it doesn't serve us with our jo- with our goals and stuff and it takes you away from who you need to be and you've got to watch out for other people who catastrophize as well because you, it, it happens in groups i see it in the facebook groups all the time not so much recently because i try and stamp it out because i'm like straight and direct with answers back and not in a mean way just like look that's not true here you go but i remember like a year ago like through uh through the octagon challenge there are people post being like 
oh it's been a week and I haven't lost any weight and then there was like 10 comments and he's been like yeah I haven't lost any weight oh my god it's terrible and I checked all of their spreadsheets to see if it was true and none of it was true all of them all of them had lost weight on average over the first three weeks like you know three pounds but they were saying in the group that they hadn't and everybody underneath was like I haven't as well and raging catastrophizing but they weren't working in reality because they did so there's there is this weird sense of like I want like loving catastrophizing and I think we need to break it so if you re if you do it yourself stamp it out Marcus Reyes talks about this he's like don't be caught you know moaning or catastrophizing a court or in the senate even don't even be caught doing it to yourself what in your own mind okay very important to learn I do it all the time you know, we all do it all the time but we have to stop it um, but yeah there's a there's a pdf of the um, session which if you haven't got posted in the group as well but for today let's keep it simple today today I want you to not have black and white thinking view from above does will this matter in a year's time five years time who do I want to be will this matter don't catastrophize you will it will automatically start happening so it's a skill essentially to learn and I want you to stop it in its tracks is this catastrophizing? Am I working in reality? Is this realism? Am I being rational? That's what we need to do before we start letting our emotions run wild. Okay. So you want to say to yourself, view from above, am I catastrophizing this moment? And I want you to start thinking about, you know, when you start getting, you know, procrastinating about stuff and all that, I want you to come back to your one big thing. If you haven't had it done, and just get it done. If the more you kind of like, the more you kind of like, think about what you have to do and Celine was brilliant when she said this last night as well um on the on the on the uh, session she said when she comes back from holiday she doesn't think about oh I'll start Monday she just gets back to it because she knows that's what she's got to do so if you know what you've got to do just go and do it the more you debate things in your mind and this you know you're building resistance so you're arguing with yourself if you're going to do it or not that's wasting energy and by the, by the time you get to it you don't do it time's passed and you feel worse you, you know, you got to, once you decide what you're going to do, go ahead 100, 100 miles per hour. That was Napoleon's number one advice, guys, okay? Napoleon's number one advice was, once you've decided rationally what you're going to do, you go 100 miles per hour towards that. You don't even hesitate. And this is the thing. Uh, I want to go to the gym now. Okay. And go now. Go. Just start walking. Get your clothes on. Get Just get the movement going and it'll, it'll happen. So, don't catastrophize today, view from above. Tomorrow, I'm gonna to be covering a lot of recent research studies on fat loss, on behavior. I spoke of one last night, which was about if you eat food at a table and you're very mindful about every bite and taste and you're like this, you know, you're going through it, you're focusing on the food, nothing else. You eat and compare that to eating whilst watching TV, you actually eat about 30, 40% less calories, less food volume if you're mindfully eating so let's try and look at our behaviors are we just eating when we're talking all the time to someone are we eating watching tv all the time because if you're doing that you are going to eat more until the show's over okay and there's another study as well showed like sitting down on a couch if the sweets were nearby within the arm reach eating it if the sweets were six foot away just out of reach or whatever hardly anyone was going and getting it because it just couldn't be bothered. Think of the remote control. 
Remote control is in, is it right by you? Change channel. Remote control's in the other, other chair and you want to change dial, you go, do you know what? I'll just sit here for 40 minutes watching. There's something I don't want to watch because I can't be bothered to get up and go and get remote control. So we have to look at our environment as well. We have to make it easier for ourselves. I think, and I speak in trees, she's a teacher and you know, people are always coming in with snacks and stuff. Sometimes the answer isn't to always fight with willpower. Your willpower will run out. We the, the goal isn't to use more willpower. The goal is to use less willpower. And then when we do need to use it, we've got 100% willpower reserves. And we can have, we can say no and we can be bam, okay, that's what I'm using my willpower for. If you have to say no, using your willpower to fight against things, all day, every day, it's going to wear out and you will give up and it'll be over. So they've done research on this. It's actually the people that use their willpower less than are more successful as opposed to people being able to have more willpower. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So look at your environment, make it easier for yourself. Read Atomic Habits if you haven't already. Listen to it in Audible or read it. Just like get it done. It's a great book, full of golden nuggets. Read that book, it'll change your habits, change your life. Um, and then, you know, use your stoicism for the other parts and, you know, turtle for the rest. And happy days, guys. That's all i got to say. But enjoy yourself. We've got strength workout, leg day today. So leg day in the morning, leg day in the evening. And, uh, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah, leg day. And then tomorrow's muscular endurance workout. So, and then that's week one done. And yoga on Saturday. So I hope you're enjoying if you haven't started yet, do not worry, but that's all i got to say today, guys. I'm out. And remember, it's the name of the podcast, so maybe you don't have to, be, I don't have to tell you every day. But if you break things down one day at a time, if you can just do things for today, you can do it tomorrow as well. And then you can do it another day and another day. So just focus on today, your one big thing. What do you have to do today to make it a success? That's all. What's your one big thing that's going to make your day a success or make it, you know, the biggest impact? Get that done, other things follow instead of a huge to-do list. And that's it. And focus on the other parts of your day. Just focus on today. Enjoy yourself. Speak soon.